You know, one of the many stories out there about the Ocean Gate submersible that everyone is searching for is that there had been a lot of concern expressed in the past about its safety and seaworthiness. It never underwent a certification process for the depths of the Titanic that this vehicle was going to go to. In fact, back in 2018, dozens of industry insiders actually sent a letter to the CEO of Ocean Gate Expeditions that would be stocked in Rush who is on board that submersible. And in that letter, they said they were concerned about the company's submersibles not undergoing this process. One of the people who signed that letter, one of the signatories there is with us now, Will Conan, who's the CEO of Hydro Space Group and the chair of the Marine Technology Society. Will, thank you for being here. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. Uh, you know, we like all these titles, just make it the uh, chair of the uh, Submersible Committee, uh, not all of the Marine Technology Society. Well, actually, that's even better then, because you can tell me exactly about this particular vehicle. So what kind of work does your committee do in making sure that people who build these things and use these things are are, are safe? Yeah, well, the uh, Marine Technology Society is a volunteer group, uh, and the Committee on Submarines is uh, uh, experts from around the world that, that gather and uh, we gather once a year and we discuss design, operations, regulations regarding this narrow field of underwater vehicles. Um, and yes, there are a bunch of crazies that do that. Uh, and the um, so and we promote we promote just what is the uh, it, it is about safety. And it is about safety because we all have a duty of care. Something that complicated. Right. So when people, when you heard about this, when you heard about yeah. this five years ago, what were you, what were your thoughts back then? Well, the the issue, uh, you know, we welcome all sorts of innovation. It's just new companies come come into the fray, and and it's an open door, and everyone has great innovative new plans. But sometimes you 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 know it's uh, it's. Uh, uh, adding this boldness and then the addition of some wisdom to it. Uh, it is easy to be young and bold. Uh, it is more valuable to be old and bold. And the difference is is the addition of some wisdom and knowledge. So our concern was maybe you're going a little fast here. And, and, and the consensus was maybe we really ought to, to let them know that in general we have concerns mm-hmm. that uh, bypassing the traditional certification process for a uh, better and faster uh, uh, way was uh, maybe not safe. Okay, what uh, was the reaction it, to the letter then when it was sent? Well, it's you know it's a tension between all industries always between the innovators and the regulators. Uh, that is why we work on the committee trying to to uh, uh, improve that process. Uh, to the regulators, uh, the people want to change too much. To the innovators, uh, it's too slow a process. So where is the proper balance? Well, that's that's an ongoing issue. Uh, here, well, what's our concern is that they were saying, uh, no, uh, our strategy is to bypass the traditional certification process. And uh, to us, it is something that had held us speed for 50 years, and we trust the process to keep us safe. And uh, we encourage them to uh, to to take a more traditional approach, or at least perform a rigorous rigorous set of testing 
that would be accepted by some of the certification agencies. Right. Well, it's such a fine line, though, isn't it? Right. Like, yes, innovation is great. Uh, Sometimes innovation is appropriate. But when you're talking about something as highly specialized as this, do you have to be careful with innovation? Well, it, it changes, right? I mean, if you're innovating a new shoe is one thing. But if you're innovating a new submarine, uh, there are so many details. And, you know, the often question, well, what is it? Well, it isn't one thing. Uh, it is an incredible amount of details that go in there. And, you know, you say, well, that's really nerdy. But but yes, the and it is the, it is the assembly of the entire thing that is important. Everything has to work together. And... You know, part of the, the third-party inspection, uh, it brings in a lot of outside expertise that just does make sure that you haven't forgotten something or maybe you should have a redundant part of here. Well, I think your next meeting is going to be really fascinating because I'm sure this will be a topic. But what lessons do you think we can take away from all this? Well, it is a cautionary tale, right? I mean, that, that is for sure. It's a, it's a very, very sad it is a very sad moment, and it is a tragic moment. And um, you know, I say, you know, say, well, how, 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 you know, well, how do you feel? And so, where does it put us? And it is very much akin to any coach or teacher or parent that has a, a, a teenager that does something dangerous and gets themselves in really deep trouble, despite your most sincere. Uh, advice uh, going unheeded, it leaves everybody empty and sad because then you just feel, well, what else could I have done? Uh, and and the tragedy of it is 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 there. And and you know, it asks the question, what is our what what is our right to freedom? And I can do anything I want, uh, including the, uh, the you know, what's the right we all have to those? And uh, I think we need to be careful uh, 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 on that as well. Uh, I do believe in that right, but we must also remember that we have a privilege here in society, modern society, with all the amenities we have that uh, that gives us the right to, to, to work in this field, very advanced field. I mean, we're supported by so many things, and the duty of care we have is not just for the safety of the people, but to make sure we don't get into a situation like this, where it requires Coast Guard from two, three countries to come to the rescue, because that, I mean, that naturally will have people saying, why is it costing so much? So it is a privilege for all of us to, to endeavor in this technology, but we also have a responsibility to make sure that, 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 that it's done properly for the sake of everybody. And this is a very, very sad day and unbelievably tragic for the family that's on the boat right now, hoping that maybe a miracle happens between now and sunset. Oh, that's very true. Will, thank you for your time on that this morning. Appreciate it. You're welcome. That's Will Conan, who's the CEO of Hydro Space Group, chair of the Submersible Committee for the Marine Technology Society. He was one of the signatories of a letter that was sent to OceanGate Expedition CEO Stockton Rush back in 2018, expressing well, worry and concern about the company's submersibles and the fact that they hadn't undergone a certification process. They were worried, essentially, about what they saw happening there. And we know that Stockton Rush, the CEO, 
is on board uh, the submersible that is lost. This morning is a critical time uh, for that missing sub because this is the morning where it was projected that the oxygen supplies would run out. Went missing on Sunday. Uh, There was thought to be a 96-hour window. And listen, rescue authorities have done everything humanly possible uh, to do that. And I know, as Will pointed out, there are a lot of questions about that too, right? The amount of money and effort that is being spent here, uh, given the fact that this company had kind of thumbed its nose at the official channels of how to do things, thought they were innovators. And uh, there is concern about, you know, the fact that this is costing a lot of money. What had the company done to protect the people on board, the paying customers, people who'd spent $250,000 to do this? Uh, This morning, the search, though, does continue. Authorities say it is still a search and rescue effort, although as Will puts it, it is a miracle effort at this point uh, to think that perhaps someone is going to be found. Uh, There is another remotely operated vehicle that has arrived, this one from Britain. Uh, it, it can actually go down to about 20,000 feet uh, below the surface of the ocean. It is on its way to join the search there. Uh, that joins a French similar robotic vehicle and a Canadian robotic vehicle that is also kind of scouring the seabed there. But so far, nothing. And they are going to continue that search. We are going to be continuing to keep an eye on it. And any update, of course, uh, updates, of course, we will have that for you.